Welcome to the Nothing Much Just Chillin' Show With your hosts Emma and Julio Nothing Much Just Chillin' Show Nothing Much Just a Chillin' Welcome back to NMJC, Nothing Much Just Chillin' I'm Emma, and I'm alone today. <laughs> we got a solo episode for you today because Julio has COVID. Yes, he has COVID. You probably already know from my Instagram story. Also, shout out to everybody who's reached out to us and sent us kind messages, hoping he gets better soon. Luckily, he has very, very mild symptoms. Probably because we're vaccinated. <laughs> definitely, definitely because we're vaccinated. And I have not gotten COVID. I don't have any symptoms, so... Hopefully, I still don't have it. The last time I got tested was Wednesday, and I'm not going to get tested until I have actual symptoms. But yeah, uh, COVID for Julio has been very mild. Like I said, he only had like a bit of congestion and kind of minor cold-like symptoms. And then now his taste and his smell is a little bit dull. Is it coming back at all? A little bit today. A little bit. A little bit. Julio's over there on the couch, all masked up, watching soccer. Um, <laughs> but yeah, overall, he's feeling fine. He's okay. We're okay. And we will be okay. It'll all be over soon. Because I feel like... I feel like he already experienced hopefully knock on knock on wood but i'm pretty sure he he will have already experienced the worst of his symptoms so far so anyways julio's covid he's fine um so because julio's been sick we oh also i wanted to share that a girl from my high school who's really smart super smart. I think she's a doctor. But she DM'd me when I said on my story that Julio is COVID. And obviously I didn't say that I had COVID cuz I don't. So she she actually messaged she actually messaged Oh my god, I can't say the word message. She actually DM'd me and said my fiance tested positive for COVID 2 weeks ago. He got it from someone who was unvaccinated most likely. Since we are both vaccinated, I got tested regularly and never got sick or tested positive during the two weeks we isolated together. Something similar happened to, to three other couples we know. The viral load from vaccinated to vaccinated is super low, so transmission is very unlikely, even if you're sleeping next to him at night. I should say good luck. Hope he gets better soon, which is very nice. Um, yeah, so that helped me feel like loads better because we were being super fucking careful i mean there's only so much we can do because we live in a one-bedroom apartment that's not that big and we you know share the same bathroom and everything like in february when my dad got covid my mom and my dad could really separate because they have like an actual house with multiple bathrooms and my dad just slept downstairs in the basement and used a different bathroom entirely and it was like, they were able to distance themselves much better than Julio and I are able to right now. Obviously, in February, they were 
both not vaccinated then. My mom was just about to get vaccinated and my mom never got COVID, which is very, very lucky. So, um, but yeah, I feel lucky that we're already vaccinated when one of us has gotten COVID. Cause I don't know, this would just be so much worse if we weren't vaccinated. So, you know, I don't want to like preach that agenda <laughs> so much again, because I've already or last time I did that I got so many not so many people I got people messaging me some anti-vax stuff and that's not cool and is not helpful for every anyone and I don't appreciate it so Julio definitely got it from somebody who wasn't vaccinated so get vaccinated because you could potentially be giving COVID to somebody who doesn't deserve it doesn't deserve it at all because they've been really careful this whole time and obviously you guys know Julio and I have not been very careful since we've gotten vaccinated even though well actually we have been careful to an extent because we do get tech we do get tested um like every week every other week just to make sure and on Tuesday when Julio was feeling a bit of congestion he went to go get tested right away and did the rapid test and yeah and then he was he had COVID and yeah, it was a little bit, a little bit, um, shocking slash, I don't know. It was just a lot at first because I had a lot going on like work-wise and I felt bad that I couldn't just drop everything and like help him and stuff. But obviously his symptoms are very mild, so I didn't really need to do much. And he's been just... I don't know. He's just been independent about this situation and and like cleaning up after himself, always wearing a mask, sleeping on the couch. Um yeah, it's it it's been frustrating not to be able to like touch each other. That's been sucking, but overall it could have been worse. It could have been way worse. Since Julio has had a lot of time on his hands, slash I've had a lot of time on my hands because, as I said, when he first when he first found out he had COVID, I had a lot of work to do. But I finished that work, that giant project that I was working on. Um, I do have some more work I have to do, but I just took off a couple of days because I was literally glued to my computer for so long working on this one video. Um, so I'm, I took a little break and we just had like two days, two full days, three full days now, four full days now, just like chilling and like watching TV. And we've been watching a lot of good things that I want to talk about. So first is sex education. I actually, I put these polls on my story every time we finish watching something because I want to know if like other people are watching the same thing and if they like it. And the majority of people, or there are a lot of people that responded to that poll saying that they loved, they loved sex education as well. And sex education, it just came out with the third season so there's three seasons and it's amazing it's such a fun witty english show and i just love all the characters i think it's charming i think it's really charming my sister does not like it <laughs> she thinks it's really cringy which i can kind of agree with to an extent but i don't know i kind of look past the cringe and I don't know. And, and I, I feel like the, the cringiest character is probably 
Lily, but like Lily's my favorite character <laughs> for some reason. I just love her. Um, and yeah, season three was really fucking good. <laughs> the second show I want to talk about is Squid Game. Now it is number one trending on Netflix right now, which I feel like Julio and I, or at least me, I, I feel like we both, we often look at, at the tr- what's trending on Netflix because it usually means it's a pretty good show if like that many people are watching it and, and watching it all the way through. Clickbait was number one on Netflix for a little bit and we watched that and we loved that. Clickbait is really, really good. It's so frustrating, but so good. Um, and then, yeah, and then we just we just finished Squid Game. We actually... Squid Game is nine episodes and they're all like an hour long and we finished it in two days because it was that. (laughs) I mean, one, because we didn't have anything else to do, but two, because it was that suspenseful and addicting to watch. And yeah, it's it's terrible. It's so fucked up. It's so fucked up. But the message behind it, or at least what I think, I think there's a message behind it. I I think so. You know, money doesn't buy you know what i'm not even going to talk about the message because i want you all to watch it with fresh eyes fresh thoughts fresh hearts and have that experience for yourself it's really it's a roller coaster and i put that poll in my story and not a lot of people compared to the people who responded to my poll about sex education and clickbait not a lot of people responded to my poll about squid game which totally understand because it legit just came out on Netflix like a week or two ago. We're just, we just love watching TV shows slash we have a lot of time on our hands. So we ran through it really quick, but definitely, definitely give it a shot. There were some people that said they can't stomach it. And I totally agree with that. It's very hard to watch sometimes um, or a lot of the times. It's yeah it's like just not for the faint of heart which I'm saying that but knowing that like I probably can't handle it like and I definitely can't because I had nightmares and I'm still thinking about it and it's it's taking up space in my mind where as you know other shows I just watch and I don't think about but but I think that's good I think that's good to have a show every once in a while that like really gets you uh thinking about things thinking about life and um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I really want a season two. I really want to know what happens next. And as fucked up as it is, you just get so attached to the characters and the story and it is all, it's just so good. It's so, I don't want to say like beautifully written because there's so much like gore and horrible things that go on in that show, but just has a very good story and has a very good writing and I really hope we see more Korean dramas come over to Netflix to U.S. Netflix because they're so fucking good like they're it's just kind of oh I feel bad saying this like next thing again just because of how fucked up the show is but it is like a breath of fresh air you know what? I'm not gonna have to say that I'm gonna say it's just it's just different from anything else. It's so like high stakes. It's so like it wouldn't, well, I don't know if this, (laughs) 
Maybe it's based on a true story. I hope not. I hope nothing like this ever happens in the world. But yeah, it's kind of like a a hunger. You know what? I th- feel like if you like the Hunger Games, if you like that type of vibe of show, like the game show aspect, if you like watching Survivor, I don't know. Do people die in Survivor? Is that the, is that the thing? Or is it just... Oh, they just get voted off. I was about to say, I'm like, that definitely doesn't happen. There's definitely not a reality show where, like, people die. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's crazy. It's really, truly an emotional roller coaster. It's an experience, and I, I think you need to watch it because me talking about it is just not doing it justice. So what I wanted to talk about today is something that I use almost every single day, not every single day. I I use this application a lot. Like I pay for it. I pay for it monthly. And I don't think the way that it's used in the sense um or how this application's name is like widely used is not actually all that it is because I I well let's just get down to it. I'm going to talk about Photoshop. Photoshop, uh, you know that like Kendrick, I'm so fucking sick and tired of the Photoshop. Show me something natural. like Whatever. That line. <laughs> it's using Photoshop in like a negative way because there is, it's like, oh, that was Photoshopped. Oh, that was Photoshopped. But it's like, I use Photoshop all the time, but I never like change any part of my body slash I never change any of my clients bodies as a photographer you can do so much more in photoshop than just like change your body or change someone's body right um or like make someone look perfect like I use it you know for color correcting and like put up the whites and the highlights and the shadows like I you know that that's what I that's what I use photoshop for and I yeah I've never ever changed something about my body in a photo besides like a pimple but I've never actually like reshaped my body and I've never done that for any client of mine and it's not that I don't know how to do it (laughs) I know how to do it but I just I just don't want to I don't think it's ethical I don't like it I think if I changed a part of my client's body that I would be saying that like their body the way it is isn't good enough I don't know I just I don't I don't like to do it and if somebody asks me I will politely say no but I'll give you the photo that I edit and you can edit it however you want if you want to change your body in any way right this conversation I have right now is inspired by one of call her daddy's last podcast episodes called I was caught photoshopping, you know, which is really like I was caught changing my body in a photo to make it look better, quote unquote, better. Right. Um, And Alex Cooper, I think she's amazing. I I like the Call Her Daddy podcast. I've only listened to it like post controversy. (laughs) I never listened to it pre controversy. So I've only listened to it with, you know, just Alex, not Sophia and Alex. And I do think that there's, like, a lot of 
um, problematic things. I, you know, I don't, I don't even want to call a person like problematic because I feel like we all as humans can be problematic. We all make mistakes. We all fuck up. We all have um, takes that aren't that great, right? <laughs> and as somebody who like always thinks they're right, that's like hard to admit, but I am wrong a lot of times. I feel like there's a lot of people who love to hate on Alex. I hate on anybody who has success, fame, a lot of followers, right? There's always a group of people that want to tear this person down. And I feel like there's a lot of people that are always tearing, call her daddy or tearing down Alex. So she was caught because her, her best friend posted a photo of her and she also posted the same photo, but her best friend didn't post the edited photo. So then everybody was like, oh my God, this is, you know, just going crazy. Like just telling her, to kill herself and like she's like you know every bad name in the book because she lies about not photoshopping her body or whatever and I think that it's interesting that Alex then did a whole episode on being caught photoshopping and like kind of owning up to it explaining behind why she photoshops and why the majority of people photoshop and i hate i'm gonna stop saying photoshops because because i use photoshop (laughs) photoshop is so much more than changing your body like i said so you know just there's many many women and men there's many people many people on social media that will edit themselves a little bit or to the point of like not even being recognizable. And Julio and I see that a lot in when we watch Love Island and then look up the people after on Instagram. You know, when you watch Love Island, you're seeing that person like just when they wake up, like no makeup, you're seeing them in their rawest form. And then you go on their Instagram and they have like what looks like seven pounds of makeup and their body looks completely different because they've edited it to the nines. And I'm never thinking, like, low about that person. I'm just thinking, like, oh, like, that's sad that they feel the need to, like, over-edit themselves to put on this, like, perfect persona online. But I personally, like I said, I don't do it for myself and I don't do it for my clients. One time I bought a online photography workshop from this photographer that I really, really, really looked up to. And I still do to to an extent, but this just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. We were going through Photoshop. <laughs> he was teaching me a lot of Photoshop tools, some that I definitely still use. So I'm very thankful for that session with him. He's trying to teach me how to change people's bodies, basically, at one point of the workshop. And you know, showing me the like the liquify tool and how to use it and stuff. And I was just, you know, I wasn't really, I was just not paying attention during that part, honestly, because I was like, uh, I already knew, like, I'm never going to use this shit. Even if I were to know how to do it and do it well, I still wouldn't use it because I would feel bad. I would feel guilty. I would feel just, 
I'm just a very like morally conscious person and I just I want to feel good about it and I asked him if he uses these tools for every single photo he's like yeah and he shoots very beautiful models a lot a lot of beautiful people on his Instagram feed and they're all photoshopped they're all he changes their body every single one of them if not drastically just like a little bit and I asked him like oh do they ask you to do that and he was like no I just do it um and then I was I was like oh well do they ever get to see the before photo like do you ever show them the before photo and he was like oh not really because a hundred percent of the time when they see the before photo they feel bad about themselves and they feel like shit and I was like a hundred percent of the time people feel bad about themselves when you show them their original photo compared to like the edited quote-unquote perfect one that he that he, where he edited their body to look a certain way and I was just so <laughs> sad annoyed annoyed in that moment but also very sad that women have to be held to this perfect standard for their bodies and that he himself as a man was perpetuating that is that does that make sense perpetuating that he himself was validating that women need to have a perfect bubble butt and a slim waist and perfect boobs and you know it, it just it rubbed me the wrong way that he was talking about it so like oh yeah this is just what I do and like yeah they feel like shit <laughs> I was like what um and yeah and in that moment I like vowed to myself like yeah I'm never gonna do this like even if somebody asked me I'm, I'm never I'm never gonna change somebody's body I'm never gonna do that because I think people are beautiful no matter what they look like no matter what their body looks like and I just I will take a better photo of them I'll get their best angles instead of morphing their body to look quote-unquote as perfect way like I'll just get the best angles of them because I can I know how to do that I'm a good photographer you know so it's just this kind of idea that like we as humans feel the need to present perfection online like oh like I can't I can't post if it's not perfect and I don't know if you remember I think it was I can't remember which episode we talked about Instagram of like, oh, post whatever you want. I think it was like haters, don't be a hater or whatever. Um, and I realized like, what if you're like, oh, Emma, like I get it. Like I'll post whatever I want. But like, what if I don't want to post anything? Like what if I don't like myself in any of these photos? What if I don't have anything I think is worthy enough to post? And it's like, oh, do you not think it's worthy yourself? Or do you think like other people aren't going to think it's worthy because you have a pimple or your hair's not perfect or your makeup's not perfect or you have cellulite or your 
you can see a little bit of fat coming out of your pants like I I don't know it's just and then Alex in her podcast she was talking about how she definitely has like a lot of pics on her a lot of pictures on her camera roll that she just would like to post but she hasn't posted it yet because when she took them she was like oh yeah I'll post this later after I edit it a little bit you know after I edit it to like make my legs look better bigger or my my waist to look smaller or my boobs to look bigger whatever it's just sad it's sad to me it's sad to me that people think that they need to post perfect images every time that they post on the internet because you don't I don't really post pictures where I don't think I look good in them like I definitely am taking like the hundreds of pictures for to get like the perfect picture that I like the way my face and body both look and I think that's fine but I'm definitely not posting a lot of like unflattering trying not to post a lot of unflattering photos of myself right and I think most people are like that too but whatever picture you have on your camera roll of yourself that you don't think is worthy enough to post because something about it is wrong or you have an insecurity about it like it is it's fine it's perfect just the way that you are like you don't need to have glowing skin or you don't need to have like white ass teeth or a fucking like perfect like you you just don't need to those are not requirements to be able to post on social media so I just want to I don't know I just want to tell you guys that like yes post what you want and if you don't feel like post anything maybe reevaluate like oh maybe I should be more kind to myself or insecurities are insecurities I'm not going to tell you how to feel about your body but and you know you don't always have to be positive about your body right the big thing now is like body neutrality and I I feel that way a lot like I'm not always positive about my body and I don't always want to I don't always like to take pictures even if I'm not feeling comfortable with my body and that's okay that's it's really really human all I'm saying is it doesn't have to be the perfect fucking picture you don't have to look like a fucking Barbie doll to be able to post it right like not just it's not that deep like you people don't care that much and if they do then like whatever like fuck them like if if someone tells you you look ugly in the picture you posted like they are uglier for saying that to you (laughs) so yeah and also if you don't have a job that requires you to be online or on social media then you shouldn't feel this pressure to even post like I feel a lot of pressure I feel a lot of pressure to post regularly on my social medias because I know that the more people find me the more people find my photography and the more people that find my photography the more people that I have paying me to do photo shoots and video shoots and you know that's how I make a living right so if I don't post for a while, I do feel this pressure of like, oh, like I need to post consistently. It's so, (laughs) it's such a burden because I'm like, sometimes I'm like, I just, I want to post when I want to post. And I pretty much do that. I post when I want to post, but I still have that kind of like pressure that I put on myself a lot of times of 
I really need to be consistent with my marketing and posting myself so that more people find me and more people can book me. But yeah, if you don't have that, if you if your job does not rely on having like this reach of social media, then don't even just <laughs> feel grateful. Like <laughs> just don't even feel that pressure to post on social media. Just post when you want because it really it's just it's just not a big deal. It's social media is just not a big deal. Another thing that Alex talked about in her podcast, she actually had a, like a professional on that talked about this is that um, Facebook did like a, a research study on how like Instagram affects like teenage girls mental health and like no fucking surprise we all know that social media is damaging to mental health we all fucking know that social media is a highlight reel and you're only seeing like the good things in people's lives and like the good pictures of them and there's not much vulnerability to it there are a lot of people who are vulnerable who are you know making waves and and that's it's just there needs to be more vulnerability I think Um, but even vulnerability is edited and isn't let's just say like really really raw you know like everything everything is at least like watched before it's put on social media actually there's some people that don't watch their things before they like upload tiktoks or post instagram stories and stuff so you know what there (laughs) there is vulnerability there are people being vulnerable but most people are not and it can really affect people's mental health looking at everybody's highlight reel so if you're feeling like your mental health is dwindling (laughs) because of social media and looking at everybody's like highlight reels all the time um I get off of it get get off of it for a little bit have a little digital detox slash like really work on yourself so that you don't project things onto others who are just simply you know posting their highlight reels or sharing like good parts of their life and yeah I, I think if you don't have to be on social media like don't be and if I didn't didn't, if I didn't have to be on social media if my job wasn't literally (laughs) images I probably maybe I would still be on it but I would definitely take a lot of time away from it and I think if you have a job that doesn't deal with social media or the internet in any ways you definitely should feel free to take a break from it take a step back because it can be really harmful. It can be really, really harmful to your mental health. And then also like the pressure to look good on Instagram. I've met so many people who are like scared that people are going to judge them for not looking the same way that they do on Instagram, like in real life. And, you know, myself personally, I'm only posting the most flattering photos of myself, right? And I've had people in my life say like, oh, well, you look better on Instagram. And like, that sucks. <laughs> that sucks because, well, one, that's a horrible thing to say. And then two, I really value my inner beauty and I feel like I'm much more beautiful in person because somebody can really feel my energy, my like calming energy my kind energy and I feel like that's 
that way for everyone no matter how beautiful someone looks on social social media if they're right in front of you if they're talking to you like having a conversation with you and you feel loved and listened to and not judged and just feel like comfortable with that person that person you're gonna walk away from that conversation thinking like oh my god that person's so beautiful they're such a light and it has nothing to do with what they look like on instagram just simply does not matter when their inner beauty like in that present moment in the moments that they spend with you how you make people feel that's what matters and i think i got my point across what do you think holy <laughs> uh, yeah. were you listening that's okay <laughs> also remember that a lot of people do alter their body you know the kardashians and stuff like we all as a society freak out when they have like a bad photoshopping scandal but it's like we know that they're photoshopping so we're like oh well you didn't do it good enough it's a fucked up world that we live in right now so just remember to be kind to yourself and remember to be kind to others and remember to not not take instagram so seriously not take social media so seriously and just don't compare yourself as much as possible to other people when they're always going to be just sharing their highlight reel thank you guys so much for chilling with me today i miss julio i know you all do too but he'll be back next week hopefully if he is covid free by next week and yeah Thanks for listening, guys. Love you. Nothing much, just a chillin'.